Welcome to Ask Allie with multi-award-winning dog trainer, Allie Smith, answering real dog questions from real dog parents. And I am going to shuffle on to Kaikos from the Turks, who I'm really, really hoping. Again, I've said that even vaguely right. Okay. Um, so how do we handle a dog that resource guards their handler? I really love this question because this is becoming a question of perception okay because is the dog and this is the question I really really want you to have a really good think about um is the dog resource guarding you or are they reacting to something that's going on because a lot of the time when somebody tells me my dog resource guards me it's not actually a case that the dog is resource guarding. What is going on is that the dog will react with one person, say one part of a couple, and it, they won't react with the other one. Um, I actually had it with the Abu Dhabi street dog that I worked with um, last year. Um, was last year? Good God, where does time go? Um, and the wife was saying that the dog would react with her, but it would not react with the dad and the problem was is that dad was actually harsher with caramel the the, the street dog um than the mum was and what was happening was that caramel did not even have the confidence with dad to react because she knew that she was going to get punished she knew that she was going to get harshly handled and that reacting to that dog would be a bad thing so she stymied those emotions um and and like choked them down and bottled them up which was not actually being very good for her health but that's a whole different matter so what i want you to have a think about and if you're here by all means tell me um is if that is the case and how you're going to tell that's the case what I want you to start looking for is signs of fear. I want you to start looking for a lip lick. I want you to start looking for whale eye. I want you to start looking for um, your dog leaning into their chest. Um, it's very, again, it's quite difficult when I don't know what dog you've got. Normally, normally I ask ahead of time, but apparently I didn't on this one, sorry. Um, <laughs> so yeah but resource guarding conversely will look like because resource guarding is usually a lot more um oh hi you are here great to see you um so can you tell me what um what breed your dog is or what's going on maybe um in the meantime i'll just i'll just um explain what resource guarding typically looks like because resource guarding every dog will show a certain amount of resource guarding and it's whether it's problematic. So typically, early signs of resource guarding in dogs will look like, say, herding you away from somebody. For example, my coon hounds, um, one of the first things I noticed about their, quote, little mate syndrome, um, I will discuss that one day. Not today, but I will. Um, <laughs> one of the first things I noticed about their little mate syndrome was that... Um, Shelby or Lucy, depending on who had my husband's attention, would be, one of them would go straight at, straight towards him, and the other one would come across him, and across the other dog, and block the other dog from getting attention. 
particularly, particularly if one of them was getting fuss. Oh, pretty much a supermart. Okay. <laughs> That's wonderful. I love that term. It's a really great, great way of um, describing things. Um, and Kaikos, can you tell me roughly what the um, the resource gardening looks like and when you're seeing it? Because the situation is going to tell me a lot too. So, yeah. So, Lucy would say Lucy would walk up to my husband, start getting a fuss, getting all of her attention. And then Shelby would just come straight in and block her off physically entirely with her body. Okay. And that was taking the attention straight away from Lucy and guarding that resource. However, it was incredibly subtle. Okay. And dogs, dog to dog tends to avoid conflict as much as possible. So for example, the two hounds, again, this is very early in the, when I moved in with them, because I didn't know this existed before I moved in. It was really good fun. Um, <laughs> um, another thing that would happen is that um, the hounds will escalate. But they only go so far. They will only go to a point of um, being loud at each other. But again, hounds are very passionate creatures. They, they like to be intense. Um, and they would essentially start with really really subtle signs and it would just be like you could see Shelby get really intent like this really intense gaze and it's not always that way around but just as an example like Shelby gets really intense Lucy stiffens her tail all curves until it pretty much touches her back it's really interesting um okay he'll shove his way in between our other dogs and he will do this to everyone in my family yes um so <sighs> The question then, so Kaikos has just explained that her dog will, her, her, sorry to assume gender, I should not have done that, um, that the dog will shove his way in between any other dogs and he will do this to everyone in the family. So this sounds like a lot what Shelby and Lucy were actually doing where um, Shelby would come in and cut off. So all I've done now is that when that happens... And I actually had to go to um, a friend of mine who's a behaviorist and go, I don't understand. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, resource guarding is not my forte. Resource guarding is not my forte. That's not one of those things that I, I particularly love. Um, it's <laughs> it's one of the things I really, really hate <laughs> because I don't necessarily understand it because it's like, well, how do I tell you you've got enough? You've got plenty. So what I tend to do now is that I will control the situation as I see that one of them is going to start coming in and going to try and monopolize attention, I will balance it out and I will put the two of them into a sit and then both of them get fuss. It seems to be working. It seems to be helping because I'm sort of then saying, as opposed to giving them the control of how they want to get their affection when there's both of them, I'm taking that control back and just sort of saying, okay, this is how we both get affection. This is how I want you to interact with me. Okay. I'm hoping that makes sense. So yeah, definitely is resource guarding. You're entirely right. And I am really sorry for assuming you were wrong, <laughs> but I see it a lot when somebody misdiagnoses, um, handler resource guarding. Usually it's a very big sign to me that something is not, correct but you were actually entirely correct so very well done um i hope that helps it's a very simple tip but hopefully it does um 
Ooh, official Marley Malinois. Her sent our dog away for training and he came back exactly just as you described, fearful of being punished and bottling up his emotions. £2,800. So for anybody who's in the US, £2,800 is probably close to four grand. Huge amount of money for the training and the dog is socially worse. Yeah, um, I'm really, really sorry to hear that, Marley Malamore, because that is heartbreaking for me. Um, I'm, I always struggle with these situations, especially on the spot, because what's happened for you, unfortunately, is that you've put your trust in the wrong individual. You've essentially gone out and <sighs> it sounds really bad. But you've fallen for marketing and it's not your fault. It's entirely not your fault. When I say you've fallen for it, I mean, you, you, you did per se, but it's impossible for you to know until you know, because you don't know what you don't know, right? So yeah, the dealing with, um, a dog who has had punishment and dealing with a dog who has had that level of punishment that they've kind of bottled up all their emotions. Firstly, I would get a vet check. I would encourage you to go check out what's gone on there just in case they're internalizing a lot of stress because you might even notice that that stress is coming out in bowel movements. Um, because a stressed dog tends to poop very, very loosely, um, which is always lovely when you've got to pick that stuff up. Um, I would get that checked out and if they need anything to just sort of calm them down, go for it because medication is our friend in this sort of instance because I, and it was Project Toby who said it, but, um, I loved it. It's mental health is health too. Um, I'm sure it probably wasn't her phrase to start with, but it was the first time I'd he heard it. So if you do need to medicate, do it. Just one of those things. Um, but beyond that, Firstly, I would absolutely take away any form of punishment in uh, Malinois' life. Uh, Marley, sorry. There you go. I would take away any sort of punishment in Marley's life straight away. I would encourage you to add in de-stressing activities, which we are actually going to talk about in a minute. Um, and I would very much encourage you to move to reward-based stuff because as you do and you start giving that freedom and you start giving that choice and especially if you start giving consent you will see that molly will slowly shed that baggage essentially um and it's really wonderful to see because you start seeing them come straight like out of the shell okay and i am very 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 sorry that that trainer did that to you or to molly or to both of you i suppose so hope that helps that was a bit bit impromptu but um and i'm gonna go back to monty real quick um random question to derail my list even more you monkey um <laughs> what about guarding things that are stolen from other dogs e.g somebody else's ball stolen at the park um <laughs> so Ball theft <laughs> is one of those things that's really, really hard to control. Firstly, I would never, ever recommend bringing toys to a dog park. So the person who's bought it has to have some level of ownership on that. Secondly, 
That's where your recall comes in. That's where you are going to recall before they get the toy. This is management. It's not necessarily as much training as you think it is. So you're not going to train them to drop the ball. You're not going to train them to do anything else. You are just going to make sure that your recall for Monty is hot. Okay? Because <laughs> it's really, really important that if you see them belting for that ball, that you've got that ability to go, come. Because if you've got that ability to say it as loud as you can and get them back right there and then, you've aced it. Okay? Really small tip. And I'm going to go back to my, my my questions now because everybody's throwing me off course. But apparently I've got to do this more often because you guys are all turning up today. Right. Another Malinois. I love Malinois. They're one of my favourites. But... To be fair, I think half the breeds in the world are my favourites. <laughs> Do you want Allie to answer your questions? Email Wolf at Rebarkable.